what is intelligence? And Krishnamurti, his response, let us go into the question very slowly, patiently, and find out. To find out is not to come to a conclusion. The moment you come to a conclusion as to what intelligence is, you cease to be intelligent. That is what most of the older people have done. They have come to conclusions. Therefore, they have ceased to be intelligent. So you have found out one thing right off, that an intelligent mind is one which is constantly learning, never concluding. Let's pause there. This is from the book, Think on These Things. And it's one of those books that you highlight, at least I do, highlight every single freaking paragraph that he says. So I'm thinking a lot about truth, intelligence, wisdom, and it keeps coming back to some of these foundational, really the only foundational truth. The only foundational thing that you can know for sure is paradoxically that you can't know anything for sure. This is what Socrates meant when he said, I know that I know nothing. An environment, a reality that we're in where we can't actually know anything really, because there is no one answer to the universe. We don't have all the information and it's constantly changing. In that environment, the one that you and I live in, this reality, because we can't have certainty. So the only thing you can have certainty of is uncertainty of not being able to know for sure. So skepticism. So I know that I know nothing and staying as close to that axiomatic truth as possible. That's what he's saying here. He's saying to be intelligent is to see, is to not know things, is to not come to conclusions. An intelligent mind is one which is constantly learning, never concluding. So you're just open. You see, you observe. Let's go to the next part here. What is intelligence? Most people are satisfied with the definition of what intelligence is. Either they say, this is a good explanation, or they prefer their own explanation. And a mind that is satisfied with an explanation is very superficial. Therefore, it is not intelligent. Now, here stems the problem of humanity, of our species. Our desire to know things. Because that was conducive to group survival. We want to know what everyone else knows. We want to think the same things. It's mob think, group think 101. It's tribalism 101. Because this was conducive for the group. You had to have very strong beliefs about which watering holes were safe, which berries could you eat or not eat. Things that could dictate your survival and the survival of the people around you. So Mother Nature optimized for this very hardcore. It's why we have the problems we have in a world with 8 billion humans. Because we're prone to pockets of groupthink and tribalism and us first them, etc. So to fight our biology, to want to come to conclusions, to want to know things, we have to be able to step outside of ourselves, And we have to be able to control and master our human biology and our irrational, primal, mammalian, reptilian brain that we all have and the tendencies that we all can succumb to. Here's this next part. You have begun to see that an intelligent mind is a mind which is not satisfied with explanations, with conclusions, nor is it a mind that believes, because belief is, again, another form of conclusion. An intelligent mind is an inquiring mind, a mind that is watching, learning, studying, which means what? That there is intelligence only when there is no fear, when you are willing to rebel, to go against the whole social structure in order to find out what God is or to discover the truth of anything. Now, this is very important here, okay? You have to be able to rebel against everything because if you don't rebel against everything, you will always be operating from a place of indoctrination, of fear. You will think like others. You will think like your previous self. 
You'll think from conclusions and beliefs. As he says here, beliefs are conclusions. When you believe something, you've concluded. Now, I believe one plus one is two, and I will believe that for as long as it keeps working. And that's where it gets a little fuzzy here with the different ideas and how to think about this. Because with certain things like gravity and entropy and the laws of thermodynamics, there are certain things that we can be sure are probably true. And they're true for the most part. They stay pretty static. But when you zoom out and you get into the quantum realm and you go really deep into certain mathematical paradoxes that we can literally not figure out that we don't know from a broad view, we can't be certain. Because there could be one thing that we don't know in physics or one thing at the edges of a black hole that completely flips the speed of light and time and all these things on their head. A lot of things that Einstein's theory of relativity and quantum mechanics, we can't reconcile them. There's just so much we don't know. We don't even know how the human brain works. The idea of consciousness, we have literally no idea. So in your day-to-day life, you can be pretty sure that if you jump out the two-story window, you're probably going to hurt yourself, right? Gravity is going to take over and your body's not designed to fall out of two-story windows. It's going to hurt. Maybe you die. So you don't do that, right? These are safe assumptions, and we remain open. So for as long as gravity is there, and as long as my body and limbs are fragile to certain things, I will avoid them. And that's me in real time being open and aware to what's around me. That's kind of knowing, it's kind of not, right? Again, it gets a little murky here because there are some things that we can know for pretty sure. And a lot of these ideas are more from the metaphysical realm and how to think about life and certainty, and then how to avoid a lot of the problems that humanity falls into with our certainty and our dogmas and things like that, right? So Again, it's not all or nothing, it's not black or white. Even as I talk about these things, and if we say that we believe, we can't believe anything, in a way, it's weird. It's like this infinite loop of paradox because we can't believe or be certain of that because we can't believe that we believe nothing. Or, I mean, I guess we can. I guess we can be certain of uncertainty. But maybe that changes. Maybe we come to a grand design of the universe and we unlock what is the secret to life and this reality. And we finally solve all of the mathematical equations that are outstanding. And we solve all the paradoxes that we haven't figured out, et cetera. Then maybe that changes everything. Maybe then certain things we can know for sure. It's a hard idea to explain, but it comes back to Socrates. I know that I know nothing. You want to be as fluid in your thinking, as observational. You want to be an empiricist but also in the metaphysical realm for things you can't see and touch. Be aware and open. Don't cling to ideas. Don't be dogmatic. Don't think you know something. Use maybe more often. Maybe, maybe that's right. Maybe it's not. Based on the information I've gathered, I'm not going to take that risk or do this. Be more skeptical. And you'll find in everyday life, there are times when you can be pretty certain of things. You know, you can be pretty certain of physics and the history of air travel. So you get on an airplane. Even though if you ask me, my brain, if I look at an airplane and how big it is and like those engines right there, in my mind, that thing shouldn't fly, (laughs) but it does. And sometimes it doesn't, just like with cars. I drive cars all the time and it feels safe. I don't get in a car afraid, but actually more people die in car accidents than in plane travel by like a huge order of magnitude. Let's finish out this highlight I got here. Intelligence is not knowledge. If you could read all the books in the world, it would not give you intelligence. Intelligence is something very subtle. It has no anchorage. 
It comes into being only when you understand the total process of the mind, not the mind according to some philosopher or teacher, but your own mind. Your mind is the result of all humanity. And when you understand it, you don't have to study a single book because the mind contains the whole knowledge of the past. So intelligent comes into being with the understanding of yourself. And you can understand yourself only in relation to the world of people, things, and ideas. Intelligence is not something that you can acquire. Like learning, it arises with great revolt. That is, when there is no fear, which means really when there is a sense of love. From when there is no fear, there is love. If you are only interested in explanations, I'm afraid you will feel that I have not answered your question. To ask what is intelligence is like asking what is life. Life is study, play, sex, work, quarrel, envy, ambition, love, beauty, truth. Life is everything, is it not? But you see, most of us have not the patience earnestly and consistently to pursue this inquiry. Now, Jadu is a boss. Krishna Mirti, he's a he's a boss, right? So like these are the type of explorations of the mind and thinking that fascinate me right now at this point in my life. And there is so much truth. And in a weird way, truth in uncertainty and in lack of belief, you almost can't even explain it because it doesn't have a definite beginning or end. Reminds me of that quote, no man can step in a river twice for the river is has changed and so has he or something like that. Some ideas like this, because they are moving, they're fluid, they're unpredictable. There is no starting endpoint. We can just try to think about them and have it serve a reminder to just be less dogmatic, less conclusion-based in our thinking, more open to truth, to things around us, to empiricism, and generally to have a skeptical attitude to everything. And in the world, in 2020 and 2021 and all the craziness of the past two years, where all the experts were so certain of this and so certain of that, even though they were wrong all the time. And in our own lives, think about a year ago, how much do you think you knew then? Every year that I get older and wiser, especially in my 30s, I've been observing this. I think back to a year before, what I was doing, what I was thinking, and I'm just like, wow, you thought you knew so much. You really had no idea. Where you are now from a year ago, holy crap. So it's this weird paradox where I feel like I'm getting older and wiser and dumber at the same time, where I'm realizing my own ignorance or how little I actually know. But that's good because it's the detachment from ego and from the desire to attain some knowledge or to to know all this stuff or whatever. That's just another external desire to become something and some desire based on indoctrination, society, making money, like, you know, all the different things that we're bred to want to do and to become and to think in this modern environment. I know a very complex idea here. Know that you know nothing. Change is the only constant. Nothing is static. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. I'll see you in the next one.